Happy game day, Seattle hockey fans. Game seven, the winner advances. And of course, we want the winner to be the Seattle Kraken. Let's talk about game six, get you ready for game seven, and then check up on the Coachella Firebirds. All coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. From the depths of the standings in year one to the base of that playoff mountain in year two, the Seattle Kraken have clinched their very first spot in the Stanley Cup playoffs. say Seattle hockey fans welcome to another episode of locked on Kraken I'm your host Erica L Ayala I'm also the the founder of Black Rosie Media we are a platform and community empowering black women and melanated creators in sports media Thank you for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. And to the everydayers, you know it's a game day. So we're going to give you stats and facts that you need to know ahead of the game. Recap game six and get ready for Coachella Valley Firebirds. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Download ga- the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. A reminder that Locked On Kraken is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, which you can find on YouTube. Thanks for the YouTube subscribers. We're at 700 and counting. Let's go. Getting to 1,000 helps us monetize this page, but also to our audio listeners, the OGs who've been there since day one. Thank you so much for listening on your favorite podcast platform of choice, including, of course, YouTube or the Sirius S. XM app. All you have to do to find us on Sirius SXM is search for Kraken, and that will take you to the Locked On Kraken show. Without further ado, let's get into this episode. Big win at home, Seattle hockey fans. Oh man, I tell you what, I was nervous. I was nervous. I had a biscuit, biscuit sitting on uh, their top perch right now. We'll get biscuit ready for later tonight. But I was clenching biscuit. Those who watched our live reaction and watch party, you know, I was a nervous wreck. But the Seattle Kraken came up big for us. That's right. They sure did. The Seattle Kraken did something that they hadn't really done much in this particular series. Now, it was uh, definitely a trend in the playoffs, but the Seattle Kraken struck first. It was Yanni Gord at the 8.59 mark in the first period to get the Seattle Kraken on the board first. It was a big goal. Yanni's celebration alone told me that the Seattle Kraken were here to handle business. Uh, Mason Marchment got one back. Uh, there were a bunch of response goals from Dallas. That's something that we're going to talk about as we get ready for game seven. So just put a little pin in that. But uh, Jordan Eberly gets a power play goal. That's right. A power play goal for Jordan Eberly. He would score once again in this matchup. Also had an assist on Maddie Beneers' goal. Maddie Beneers scored one of the goals for us in the third period, along with Everly. That top line, every single player on that top line scored 
Four of the six goals were impacted by the top line. Ty Cartier also got a goal in this game. Solid win for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, We heard from Haxtell, obviously, not just after the game, but yesterday was a travel day, um, you know, uh, the, the off day off the ice. Seattle Kraken did not practice. That's a trend. We kind of knew that. But um, we did hear from Dave Haxtell yesterday. We heard from him post-game. Uh, Maddie Beneers and uh, Ellie Tolvanen actually spoke to media. So those are up on the YouTube page if you want to check those out. Um, you know, someone asked me about audio. So I don't know. Let me know in the comments. Would you want to hear some of the media availability as bonus episodes on the audio platforms? Let me know in the comments. That's the question of the day. What do you want as bonus con- com- um, bonus content Excuse me for audio only? But I will summarize what we heard. Maddie Beneers talking yesterday, first of all, um, you know, asked about the nerves, asked about the team building, asked about a lot of things. It was almost a four minute interview. Highly recommend it. But one of my favorite quotes from Maddie Beneers talking about it's just hockey. We'll be fine. Talking about the, the you know, going to be in hostile territory, playing Dallas at home, going to be on the road. And essentially his summary of tomorrow's or tonight's game, excuse me, it's just hockey, we'll be fine. That's been the mentality of this team, just taking it one game at a time, not getting too wrapped up, you know, and, and it's something, uh, so in case you missed it, I was able to represent the locked on crack and show on locked on NHL today. So now that we're your first listen, you can make that your second listen of the day and also locked on sports today, which covers not hockey, but all of sports and we're being asked a lot as a show, hey, you know, how, how, what's the feeling like? What is, you know, and of course it's exciting. As a fan base, I think we can lean into the excitement more. But I think honestly, even as a fan base, it's like, hey, we're enjoying the ride, but we're in the here and now. We want to win the cup just as much as anyone else. And so, yeah, you know, I don't, I honestly don't feel like we're downplaying our excitement. I think the focus is just on how far we can get the train moving. And the Seattle Kraken right now are in position to win a game seven. And of course, in our playoff history, we are undefeated in game sevens. I like this little nugget. Shout out to Lindsey Brown and the rest of the PR team at the Seattle Kraken. But I'm going to list off all of the players who are undefeated. Yes, that's right. Who are undefeated when it comes to game sevens. And it's a, it's a pretty substantial list. We have from the Seattle Kraken, Jaden Schwartz, Martin Jones, Jonas Donskoy, out with injury, but still. Vince Dunn, Justin Schultz, Jamie Alexiak, Brandon Tanev, Maddie Beneers, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Will Borgen, Ryan Donato, Morgan Geeky, Ty Cartier, Carson Soucy, Daniel Sprong, Ellie Tolvanen, and Alex Wenberg. All right all undefeated in their career game sevens. Now, granted, a decent amount of these only have the one that the Seattle Kraken have. But Jaden Schwartz, five game sevens. Martin Jones, four game sevens. Jonas Donskoy, again, we don't get to rely on him. Three, Vince Dunn, three. Schultz, three. Alexiak, two. Brandon Tanev, two. 
Everyone else is in the one game category, which of course is with the Seattle Kraken. But Jaden Schwartz, we gave him propos on Friday's episode and he was massive. But you know who else I talked about even on that Friday episode and who was big in game six? Yes, yes, that's the that's correct. The one and only, the one and only Jordan Eberly has been fantastic for this Seattle team. I was so surprised he was not one of the stars of the game. Maybe it was a little too obvious a choice. I'm not really sure, but he was stellar. Jaden Schwartz had a massive block. I believe it was during the six on five empty net, the empty net goal scored by Eberly, but that's because Schwartz had a big block in front. Um, and that's what we heard from Maddie Beneers early in the series. I showed you that media availability. I was at, I was in that locker room for the first practice starting the playoff run. And what Maddie Beneers told us is that the veterans were telling him that the way you show you are about that life, that you are about it, about it, the way you show that you are committed to this team and this playoff run is how you play in front of net 50-50 pucks blocking shots. The Seattle Kraken in this game overall, if we go to NHL.com, they had 23 block shots to 15 by the Stars. Both teams were one of three on the power play. I mentioned that um, it was Eberly, of course. Yes, I remember. It was Jordan Eberly who got a power play goal. He also had the empty netter. The Seattle Kraken did better on faceoffs, and we'll get into that a little bit coming up on what we need for Game 7. But a 52% clip on faceoffs for the Dallas Stars, 48% for the Seattle Kraken. The Seattle Kraken were leading in a big way with shots. Ultimately, the the shots came down to 29 shots for the Seattle Kraken and 23 shots for the Dallas Stars. So the Stars did pick up momentum, and we'll see that with natural stat trick. You know, I like my game flow. You know, I like my heat maps. And I told you if you were watching live with us, I definitely wanted to see the heat map because – there were a few very clear things that were different in game six that we quite honestly had not seen from the Seattle Kraken in some time. So I'm going to take you to the instant analysis by Allison Lucan to help bring this point home. But Allison Lucan talking about a few different things. Um, so the most effective forward combination this game was Yanni Gord, Ellie Tolvanen, and Oliver Bjorkstrand. 10.55 of ice time, they were a plus five in shot attempts and had 70.1% of all shot quality. Now that's good to know because, again, that line with Cartier-Beneers and... Um, and Eberly was also effective. So to see that Tolvanen, uh, Tol Tolvi had a goal, Gord had a goal, Bjorkstrand getting involved, that's huge. Tor Speaking of Tolvanen, Tolvanen became the first player in Kraken history to score three points in a postseason game. I love that. One goal, two assists. Ty Cartier scored his third goal of the postseason. He's the fifth skater to make their N NHL debut in the playoffs and score three-plus goals before skating in a regular season. Chris Crater, Eddie Mazur, George McPhee, Ray Cote, uh, that's via Scott Malone, 
Uh, Cartier's goal was also the game winner. It was beautiful. Oh, man. If you were watching live with us, there were some goals where I thought I might cry. The passing was beautiful from the Seattle Kraken. That Cartier goal was amazing. Amazing. But um, here's the thing. Dallas had three. Three response goals in this game. That means they scored within two minutes or less of Seattle scoring. And that's something that I want to see us clean up. But you know what? Let's go over to um, Natural Stat Trick. I want you to see the uh, heat map here for this game because um, you can see the momentum shifting later in that game for Dallas. And Seattle... They did, uh, I forget who mentioned it, but um, they felt they took their foot off the gas in the second period, and it kind of felt that way. That's exactly where we can see here on this uh, game flow chart. That's exactly where things started to take a turn for Dallas and where they score their second goal. But I want to look at this heat map because in the past, when I've gone to natural stat trick, this home run, the slot area, so the slot is all of this, but the home run area is in the middle of the slot. This has not been open for the Seattle Kraken. Dallas is having their way. Absolutely. You can see over here in the home run area and the overall slot. You can see how this comes all the way out to the logo, whereas we still have even at the top, um, you know, just just uh, below the point area that we're not really getting things done there. But the Seattle Kraken Eberly was just riding right through this slot area, crashing to the net, and it was beautiful to see, quite honestly. He made a lot of great things happen. Not surprised at all that, uh, that he got a goal. So, um... You know, I just wanted to show you that because I said I, I, I test was telling me that this heat map was going to to show that the Seattle Kraken were getting in closer to Jake Ottinger. Speaking of, they chased Jake Ottinger out of the net and um, they chased Jake out of net and uh, Wedge, Wedgewood came in and the Seattle Kraken, um, you know, it's never good when you pull a goalie. We've seen that in this series. So the fact that the Seattle Kraken were able to chase Ottinger out, that's good. You know what that means, though? That it's going to be a battle in Game 7. Dallas usually comes back ready to punch our teeth out. And so we have to be ready for that. And honestly, it might be the most physical game, literally, um, punching our teeth out. And of course it is. The winner advances. The loser is done for the season. On this episode of Locked on Kraken, I mentioned we're going to talk about the Coachella Valley Firebirds. We're going to get you ready for game seven. But throughout the week, tomorrow's episode, I don't know. Is it going to be a postmortem? Are we going to be celebrating that we've gotten to the Western Conference Finals? Um, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you <laughs> the rest of the week is going to look like. At minimum, I can tell you that there will be some Coachella Valley games, so we'll talk about that. But coming up next on Locked on Kraken, let's get ready for Game 7. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Athletic Greens. You know I travel a lot, and I tell you all the time that getting a good morning routine 
for someone who travels so much is really difficult, but that's why I like athletic greens. First of all, it's a great morning routine to have instead of all of these different uh, supplements or uh, tinctures to pour in my morning tea. All I have to do is get eight ounces of water and one scoop of athletic greens. And I'm getting 75, 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to keep my motor running on clean fuel. I love it so much. And what I really like about athletic greens is that when you get your, uh, first, your first order, you're going to get five free travel packs with your first purchase. And the travel packs were huge for me. Now I'm done with my five free travel packs. So I just portion out, which is also easy because it comes with a scoop. So you're good to go just portion out however many days that I'm on the road. And then I can take that with me as part of my daily routine. But the, the five free uh, travel packs, along with the one-year supply of immunity-supporting vitamin D, which is something I can just drop in my tea, massive, massive, massive. And that's how Athletic Greens is making it easy for you to get on board. Uh, trusting the leading health experts, Athletic Greens has everything that you need in just one scoop, eight ounces of water. Uh, no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Your health. So all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com backslash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional assistance. Thank you as always for making Locked on Kraken a part of your daily routine. I'm your host, Erica L. Ayala, and we are getting ready for Game 7. Round 2, Game 7, that's right. The Seattle Kraken forced the issue by getting a 6-3 win in Game 6 against the Dallas Stars, and now we head back to the Lone Star State. Seattle Kraken got in yesterday and now are looking to continue this magical streak. And hey, why not us, right? Why the heck not us? And let's get into a little bit of what we need to know ahead of game seven. Now I alluded to this earlier, but a key stat that we have going in, well, actually, let me just show you first before we, before we do that, let me just show you the, the raw numbers, the overall numbers that we have coming into this game. These are your basics, your power play, you know, how we've been doing, but I, you know, I like showing this to you. So the series is tied three, three. Playoff record overall for Seattle, 7-6, seven 7-5 and six, seven and five for Dallas. Remember, they didn't go all the way to Game 7 in their first-round series. Now, we are 4-3 and three away, so that's a big one. Now, also important to know, now this is the overall playoffs, not just this series, obviously, because 4. But um, the home record for Dallas, they're 4-2. and two. Now, uh, we've got Rupe Hints is the leading scorer with 18 points, and Yanni Gord, our leading scorer with 12 points overall. The power play has not been great, as we can see. 14.7% power play for the Seattle Kraken. Woof, not great. 32.5% for the Dallas Stars. And that is one thing that I thought the Seattle Kraken you know, I thought we were a little bit undisciplined with our penalties in game six, and it didn't bite us as it could have, but uh, we got to be careful with that. All right, back to the numbers. The penalty kill, 
82.4% clip for the Seattle Kraken and 82.9% clip for the Dallas Stars. So we're essentially um, comparable there. Some other stats that I think are important for us to know. This, the Dallas Stars are 0-4 when conceding the first goal in the entire playoffs. 0-4. The Seattle Kraken are 3-1 uh, and one when scoring first. So, yeah, we want to score first. Absolutely, freaking lutely we want to score first. Again, that, that's some great statistical analysis that's coming from uh, the PR team over at the, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, a few other things that I, I thought were noticeable here. Um, three goal games. Three goal games. The Dallas Stars are five and three. So let's keep them at three or less. The Seattle Kraken, um, I said, are, or excuse me, are the Dallas Stars are 0 and 4 when trailing after the first period. Um, and the Seattle Kraken are 3 and 1. When scoring first, the Seattle Kraken are 6 and 3, and the Dallas Stars are 7 and 1. Um, when the opponent scores first, the Seattle Kraken are 1 and 3. And the Dallas Stars are 0 and 4. So I just wanted to. So the 0 and 4 is the same stat, but the Seattle Kraken stat was a little bit different. So I just wanted to clean that up for you. So scoring first and leading after the first period, very, very, very important. It gets even more important in the second period. The Seattle Kraken are 6 and 0 when leading after the second period. The Dallas Stars are 7 and 0 when leading in the seventh period. Uh, in the second period, not the seventh. Whew, let's not do that. Not the seventh period. Um, but here's another stat. When trailing after two, both teams are 0-4. So again, not only do you want to get the lead early, statistically speaking, but you want to keep the lead going into the third period. OT record in the playoffs, 2-0 for the Seattle Kraken. Dallas has not won a game um, in overtime. They went to overtime with us, uh, but they uh, they have not gotten a win. When outshooting the opponents, the Seattle Kraken are four and one. Uh, the Dallas Stars are four and two. When outshot by our uh, by the opponent, uh, the Seattle Kraken three and five, the Dallas Stars three and three. So it doesn't seem to be affecting Dallas as much. So again, what this tells me is we just got to start early. But what does uh, Bob Condor, the Seattle Kraken editor in chief, what does he say the essentials to this game are? Well, let's head over to NHL.com backslash Kraken uh, first. Up for Bob Condor, window of opportunity. Uh, as a franchise since relocating from Minnesota, the Dallas Stars are 2-2 two and two in Game 7s. Think about that. Four total Game 7s in 30 years, and Seattle fans are halfway to that number in just two playoff rounds. That's kind of wild. I thought that was fun, especially telling you all the players that we have on our roster. Again, oh, half of them includes this season being undefeated in game sevens. So that's interesting. Pushbacks and puck luck. 
Dallas has not won a game in this spring's playoffs when the opponent scores first. We talked about that. Dave Haxel and his squad won't forget Dallas tying game 6-1-1 in the first period by scoring just 31 seconds after Yanni Gord opened the scoring. That's been another theme, and it was a massive theme coming off of the rush, just momentum shifts. Dallas does not care if we score because they have confidence that they can score immediately after we score. They've had success doing that. So we've got to clean up defensively. And that was a massive problem last year. I don't want to see that anymore. And then three, looking for heroes. And then, of course, we mentioned Oliver Bjorkstrand. Scored two big goals against Colorado in the do-or-die game and rung a post to miss out on the possible hat trick. Oh, we saw some posts in game six. Um, So... Looking for heroes, I love Bob Condor for this article in particular. Bob's an amazing guy, but I love him for this article because in addition to saying who might come up with heroics in Game 7, in addition to saying Oliver Bjorkstrand, everydayers, I think you know where I'm going with this, in addition to saying Oliver Bjorkstrand, what did he, who else did he choose? Ryan Donato, Ryan Donato, quote, another choice, colon, Ryan Donato, comma, not among the 18 Kraken players to score a goal this postseason, is consistently generating chances for his teammates and himself, plus maintaining a usual net front presence. You're damn right. I knew that if this series was going to rely on a net from presence, eventually we're going to need to see Ryan Donato. I agree with what Bob Condor is saying here. Yes, Ryan Donato has been setting up chances net front for his teammates. And what did we talk about on our live watch party on Saturday? Ryan Donato is due. I said in the live watch party, I am trying not to be biased. And, you know, I, I was like, are, are people pandering to me because everyone knows I'm properly on the Ryan Donato train? But no. I mean, well, yes, I am properly on the Ryan Donato train. And I do not apologize for that. And I'm very open about that. And people who maybe are not as, you know, front row seat, uh, you know, early bird ticket purchase for the Ryan Donato experience, even other people are mentioning it as well. So let's look out for number nine, Ryan Donato. Oh, I would love to see Ryan Donato score in a Seattle Kraken win in game seven. Also mentions uh, Jaden Schwartz. Of course, I've been telling you this man has been, we dedicated essentially a whole episode to him. And Jamie Oleksiak, who is stellar in the Kraken zone, racking up hits and always prepared to jump in at scoring chances. So, Who's going to play heroics? Your first question of the day is audio listeners. How do you want me to handle some of the bonus material? Second question of the day of the episode is who's coming up big in game seven for the Seattle Kraken? Let me know in the comments, drop them on YouTube or wherever you are listening, or you can also ping us at locked on Kraken, particularly on Twitter, also on Instagram as well. Coming up next on Locked on Kraken. I know it's a game day and I hope you are hype. I will hype you up as we close out the show. But first, 
let's talk also about AHL hockey and a few players that are going to be looking to crack the Seattle Kraken uh, roster come next season already getting some playoff experience in the AHL. We'll talk about that coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. This episode of Locked on Kraken is brought to you by Game Time. Now, I travel a lot. Those of you who watch the show, you know I travel a lot. And I like to go to shows. I like to go to games, even when I'm not working. Usually baseball, that's my leisurely sport. But um, sometimes finding tickets can be difficult. You don't know what your schedule is going to look like, which means then you got to buy everything last minute. So sometimes you miss out on early bird. I said I'm an early birder for uh, Ryan Donato, but sometimes you miss out on the early bird specials. But not with game time. You can buy tickets to your favorite events without the stress. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Flash deals and last minute tickets. Easy to find easy to buy tickets, images of your seat view, and the low price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, and more. Another really cool thing is Game Time again has that price guarantee. And the guarantee means that you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's right. 110% of the difference. So download the game time app, create an account. And when you use promo code locked on NHL, you will get $20 off your first purchase terms apply. Again, just go ahead and create that account to redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed Seattle hockey fans. I truly wish I could guarantee you a win in game seven. A la Natasha cloud. Um, that's a WNBA Washington mystics reference. Just in case you didn't pick it up. I, I can't guarantee that, you know, I like to put some respect. I like to game recognize game and Dallas is a good team. Dallas is a scrappy team and Dallas is playing with desperation, but that's how Seattle played in game six. And Yanni Gord talked about uh, how much of the win in game six was the game plan, getting on the four track, being better on rushes, uh, playing through the slot, uh, you know, all of those things. And Yanni Gord said, you need a little bit of both that being game plan and desperation. We saw what Seattle could do with our backs up against the wall in game six at home. Much better game six than in round one, I'll tell you that. Now it's about stringing together wins. That's going to be critical for the Seattle Kraken as we move forward. Can we do it? Absolutely. Can I guarantee it? I absolutely will not. That's why we watch, and we will be having another watch party that's right. You can watch along with me and our Kraken crew that we have uh, established as a part of our community. We'll be watching on playback and on YouTube. Make sure you check the show notes for the links. Let's get some rest. Make sure you do your deep breathing exercises. If you forget throughout the day, don't worry. On the live watch party, 
We do breathing exercises to keep everyone calm, cool, and collected. But what we know, what we need from you is to hold fast and stay true. But before we get ready for tonight, just a reminder that also the Coachella Valley Firebirds are playing tonight. They are tied one game apiece with the Calgary Wranglers and have a game tonight, 7 p.m. Pacific time. Your leading goal scorer is in the all of the AHL. Uh, let's see, four of the five top goal scorers in the, in the Calder Cup playoffs are from the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Coming in first with 15 points, Cole Lind. Then you've got Max McCormick, who's had some time with the Seattle Kraken as well. For those on YouTube, I'll pull this up for you. If you're not on YouTube, don't worry, or you can't check out your screen. Don't worry, I got you. So again, 15 points for Cole Lind. Max McCormick at 13 points. Tanner Fritz from the Wolfpack with 10. Riker Evans and Cameron Hughes also with 10 points. Four of the top five goal scorers in the Calder Cup playoffs are from our Coachella Valley, Coachella Valley Firebirds. The future is absolutely bright. They're crushing it. But, you know, also uh, you see that Joey Decord has been doing great here. 2.11 goals against average. Uh, he has uh, one shutout in the the Calder Cup playoffs his save percentage is at a 934 so he's rocking with that save percentage not the highest but he's top 3 Joey Decord with a, a 934 save percentage so our boys are doing well throughout the pipeline. You absolutely love to see that. Now, that does mean, and we talked about it, it's on the live watch party, that does mean that it's going to get a little dicey when it comes to free agency, but we're not worried about that right now. And depending on how Game 7 goes, we might not have to worry about that for a while. All we have to do is hold fast, stay true, and root loud and proud. Let's go Kraken! Game 7 is all we're focused on. So you're rooting for the Seattle Kraken tonight. You're rooting for the Coachella Valley Firebirds tonight. And let's ride, let's glide, let's win! Fam, get in your nap, get in your snacks, join us for the live watch party, and I will see you, if not later tonight, on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Kraken. Peace!